How to use this course. This course is organized into nine modules, also known as study units. Their names are shown on the course map, where each module is represented by an oval. The course map shows each of the modules in the course and indicates which modules must be completed before others are begun. Modules should be completed from the bottom up. A module should not be studied until all of the modules, with arrows pointing to it, have been completed. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's the, I, 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 I was just like barrel through. It's riveting, riveting radio. Um, what is that? What What is that that you're reading there, Steve? This it's, is it's... the VAX VAX eleven instruction set student guide from Digital. Uh, Equipment Corporation, copyright 1978. Copyright 19. Oh, it's older than you. Older than me. Older than you. But not older than you. Not older than me. Not older than me. But, but um, interesting. Interesting. Now, where did where did we ever dig up such a thing? What did we have to go to the library or or the National Archives or or where did we find this? You mean the the Clark Archives? The Clark Archives. The, the National Clark Archives. Uh, <laughs> 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 that could be a thing. The, yes. the, the National Clarkives. Um I mean cuz our 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 surname is is based off of uh the word clerk which is pronounced Clark in 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 the the United United Britishdom. Um the UK? The UK. All UK. Right. They they call a clerk a clerk. Okay. And and so we're, we're, we we the clerks the clerks were were the smart people the learned people right and so if there were going to be an archive named after somebody named after anybody out there it wouldn't be the Trump archive not the National Trump archive <coughs> then what would it be Chris the National Clark archive no I don't know would there be a National Woodbury archive and what would we, what would there be <laughs> Chives? I don't know what <laughs> the look on your face is. Uh, it just it's too many syllables. You can't the, have like a Woodbury chive. The, the National Steve Chive. Steve Chive. I don't <laughs> like chives. They're too oniony. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I I, I like sour cream and, and onions, which I think uh, like, like like potato chips, which if they were still being flavored naturally, uh, would probably be chives. There's right? there's sort of a push nowadays for natural flavor flavoring. Yeah, you know what I discovered yesterday? I was at a barbecue, and my a, a BBBQ, a BBBQ. Okay, hold on, hold on. For for those down south, was it a cookout it or was, was a, it a barbecue? It was a cookout. All right. I'm sorry. Um, we were at a cookout yesterday, and my wife, who who generally doesn't let uh, the kids have soda, she was letting them have an A and W, a root beer, and I. For whatever reason, uh, looked at the I, I was looking up where root beer came from. I was like, why, why is it called root beer? I, I came from the root of the penis. Yes, that was not the type they were having. Oh, good. Um, the root beer, right, right. So root beer having to do with uh, the sarsaparilla root or the sassafras root. Uh, one, one of the two. You got any of that good sarsaparilla? <laughs> now, Sioux City sarsaparilla. That's my, a, that's my, a good. <laughs> My kids were my 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 daughter Kaylee was immediately as soon as she saw me take my my phone. I think she was the one that said, "Ugh, do you have to look up everything?" And was, yes, as a matter of fact, I do. I like to be smart, and so I looked it up. Or you like it, to be smart through your phone. I like to be smart through my. Hey, you know, knowing where to look for something is is a certain kind of smartness. 
Okay. There's a certain kind of wisdom to, to knowing where to a do A little bit research. later, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to have to find it out by looking it up online. All right. Tune uh, in, folks, for the whole show. <laughs> the, if you download it, I think it's fine. I mean, I think you I, get credit. I think so. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the... I don't know if it's Sassafras or Sarsaparilla, but one of them was at some point in the late 19th century, early 20th century, uh, maybe maybe the 40s. So maybe maybe I'm talking mid 20th century. Uh, was found to cause cancer in rats, and so they Sarsaparilla was it was it was the one part of the uh, like one chemical part of I don't know if it was sarsaparilla or sassafras, and so that's when they moved to doing almost entirely sort of artificial flavors. You can still do, you can still do that authentic thing, uh, authentic flavor if you extract that one uh, one bit of it, uh, whatever chemical it was, out of the uh, out of the drink because that chemical is now banned by the FDA. So, so what you should do, like, uh, considering that... Natural flavor is not always good for you. I know. Well, uh, what you should do, since you don't normally give the girls soda, when you do mm. give them soda, you should just give give them moxie. Oh, that's a grand and idea. Th- and they'll be like, ugh, <laughs> soda's gross, and they won't want to. They'll be soured on it for life. <laughs> <laughs> this is some soda here, girls. Their, their great-great-grandfather, uh, he was a moxie drinker, as many men of his generation probably yeah, were. Like any of Ted Williams' generation. Yeah. Well, oh, and they, they were Mainers, right? I mean, Mainers well, for yeah, most Maine of Maine and, and Massachusetts. Maine and old people. Yeah. Moxie. Like, that's the, if there was a Venn diagram, you got a circle over here for Maine, circle over here for for old people right in the middle that is your your prime moxie category prime prime real estate for for the moxie corporation or whoever it is that makes i, th- I think those i think actually local coke distributors or not coke cocaine like Coca-Cola, <laughs> uh distribute I moxie at this point <laughs> yeah probably probably um you know one of the things i i i'm a huge fan of cocaine um, that too. Uh, no, I'm a huge fan. I like of... how I'm, I'm really just like setting you up to just be have this terrible drug habit that you don't have. Yes. Well, I mean, I had two glasses of wine at the book about the book book out barbecue cookout book out. You were reading and drinking wine. I was. I had two glasses of and wine outdoors. at the cookout yesterday before uh, before the food was served, and I was a much more uh, fun person to be around. So I don't know. Maybe some cocaine uh, might do the trick. Oh. Oh, such better burps this yeah, week. Yeah, this, this one's a good one. <laughs> you got a good Sierra Nevada, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a good, good burp. Like a, good burp beer. It's, it's got great burposity. All right. Um, where was I? Uh, you were drinking wine at the I was cookout. drinking wine. No, it was before that. I got off on a... I, I got horribly off topic. Um, did you so, hurt yourself? <laughs> no. No, it sounded like I did, though. Yeah, that's what... Do you need some cocaine um, to make it feel better? <laughs> make it feel better. Um, I don't know where I was. It was... Uh, oh, you mentioned the cocaine. Cocaina. The cocaine. Uh, oh, I'm a big fan. Of cocaine. T- no. <laughs> I'm a big fan of this uh, YouTube show called See You Real Soon, which is these two... Uh, this this couple, a husband and wife from New Hampshire, who go to... Is Dis- it like S-E-A... The letter U, and then it's like a movie reel, and then no that clock with like someone tapping their wrist or something it, like it's that. It's close. It's it's C S S E E U spelled the normal way. Real spelled the way you said it. R E E L, uh, as if it were a movie reel. 
see you real soon. Uh, and it's a it's a dis is a uh, it's like a Disney vacation blog. It's basically what it is. These two they they are they're married. They're younger. They don't have any kids yet. They they are apparently both in jobs that make them a decent amount of money, and they go to Disney World an awful lot. And I stumbled across it. I don't know if it was before or after I went to Disney World last uh, summer. Um, they. Uh, I don't know. It makes me happy. There, everyone, everyone who knows me. So knows wait, wait, that it wait. Takes a- they, they, they specifically go to just Disney. Yes, they don't go to other amusement I'm, parks. I'm sure they go to other. Th- I'm sure they do other things with their lives, but their YouTube blog is just about is about their trips to Disney World. No, but like, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of OCD in my life, and okay. I understand having like a regiment and like you know yeah. doing things like a certain way. And I understand, like, people that that have that, that sort of thing in them. Mm. But, like, to take the same vacation, like, but every there's time... there's so much to do at Disney World. Like, I, that's the thing. Uh... Okay. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to debate that. I either. Well, you very... are a master debater. <laughs> there are very few things that make me happy consistently. And this, this, this stupid YouTube show makes me happy. So, I just want them to go to like Cedar Point or maybe Six Flags or. That's not their show. Though. It's called See You Real Soon because that's what Mickey said. Mickey Mouse said, oh, see you real soon. Good. <laughs> um, um, no. So, so that's their thing. That, that's what they do. And I, I bring all of this up because we were talking about Moxie. And one of the things that I did not do last was... year when I was, was there was visit this place that these guys visit all the time at Epcot. And it's called Club Cool. And inside Club Inside Club, <laughs> man, we got to find a way to translate Steve's facial expressions uh, into uh, some sort of audio. Um, if you have to call it Club Cool, it's not cool. No, but it's it's all right. So Club Cool has um, these four. It looks like four or five different. And I'm probably off there. Some Disney scholar can correct me. Um, four or five different uh, soda vending machines, and they're all from uh, across the world. So you've got, uh, you got Inca, Inca Cola, which I think is a Mexican uh, Coca-Cola product. With extra cocaine. <laughs> extra cocaine. Um, my friend John Martin was a, was a huge fan of Inca Cola for a while. I think when he went to South America, uh, picked up a taste for it. And you were able to order it online for a while. I don't know if you still can. Anyway, at Club Cool, you've got, you've got things from all over the place. And among the, among the things that they have, have been shown to try is a thing called Vegeta Beta. It sounds terrible, but I now I really like that. That is that is number one on my my list of things to do the next time I go to Disney World is to try this. What sounds like an absolutely disgusting drink. Best thing free, all free. You get like a Dixie cup sized uh, whatever, and you can try as many of these as you want. So there aren't many things in in Disney World that are that are free in terms of beverages and and whatnot. So so you just sit at Epcot and drink soda. Well, I mean, I, I, what, from what I gather, most of them are, are kind of gross to the American palate. So it wouldn't be like a do-it-all-day thing. It would be a, all right, I'm a little thirsty. Do it until you can't, like, stomach it anymore? Until I can't stomach it no more. See, no, no more. one of the things that bothers me, and I probably brought this up before, but who, who, who cares? I mean, it's probably been a year at least. But you know how they have the, I care, Uncle Steve! Don't call me Uncle Steve. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. Go those ahead. Those soda machines that they have, that like the Coke machines that you can like do freestyles. Yeah, you can yeah. just push a couple of buttons and it gives you like yes. you can have Sprite with like cherry oh, flavor. Oh, they're so delectable. Or whatever. Like, how is it that like 
OK Soda mm-hmm. was made by the Coca-Cola Corporation back yes. in the early 90s. Back in the day. All the things that are in OK Soda are in that soda machine. Yes. How do you not have a button on there? That says OK Soda. Yeah. How do you not just like have it <laughs> just program, like change the program slightly? Yeah. All the ingredients are there. Mm-hmm. Just have a button there and see how it does. If it does well, maybe bring it back to the freaking masses. That that maybe maybe they're just waiting waiting for a certain saturation point. Because they brought back fucking surge. <laughs> I didn't want to swear too loud. But not okay soda. Yeah. Uh do they make do they don't they don't still make it at all anywhere, right? Like you can't No, it's it's I mean there's there's a I think there's a recipe online to make it, but yeah, I don't want a recipe, I want it. Yeah. I ne- you don't think you could be inventive enough to figure it out yourself? You couldn't, like, sort of mix a little bit of this, a little bit of that? I could. I mean, I don't have a, a restaurant or anything of my own. But well, if I, mean, I did, I'd try. So the next time you go to, like, uh, Five Guys, or uh, I think Burger King has, the next time you go to one of those Dude, places. Dude, it's been 20 years since I've had it. How the hell am I going to remember what it tastes all right, like? All right, all right. Well, you'd have to bring, like, the recipe as a cheat sheet. Get it offline. Get it off the internet. And, and sort of have it with you on your phone. And next time you find yourself in front of a Coca-Cola freestyle machine, you just be like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. What what did OK Soda taste like? Because I can't it didn't remember. have like a distinguishable taste mm-hmm. any any particular time you drank it. Every time you drank it, it kind of tasted a little bit different. Interesting. Which I think may have been on purpose, but may not have been on purpose. <laughs> but like because it when it when it went out on the initial launch, it was in um, we were one of the test markets, which right. is why we got it. So it never it never got beyond the test market phase right so like new england got it for a little bit and i remember traveling out to colorado back in like 96 yeah and then at that point they were the test market Hmm. okay and i i picked up like a couple of 12 packs and brought them back back. i i don't maybe it's because i just started college i remember you guys drinking them um and having them around maybe when i was coming back uh, or in high school, no, in high school, like you, you, you were still in high school in '94, right? Okay, yeah, so yeah, I, so that '94, '95, I, I think it was when, uh, when, when it was out here. Yeah, I remember the marketing for it, or, or if not marketing, like the buzz around uh, school and people having it, but it was never a thing I did. I, I got into Jones Soda a little bit um, later. Uh, I don't know if that's still around. I, I don't know either. I haven't seen it in a while. I remember yeah. back when I was living down south, they had that on the shelves, but I, yeah. I haven't seen it. Panera Bread Market Basket. Mm. Panera Bread had it for a while. Like that was the, they had them on display. Uh, I don't know if that was before they had soda machines of their own or if they had it concurrent with that. But they had them on display for a while, and that's where I would always get them. Uh, and then I remember they were doing like weird flavors, and you'd find them in like Target or or Walmart. You get like the, the holidays. bacon flavor, or Ugh, like God, just like when they make those jelly beans that have like like the Harry Potter ones. Mm. Oh, this is a booger flavor. Yeah, yeah. like I don't know. I like my own boogers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat booger flavored uh, every flavor beans. It's yeah. I. <laughs> I'm gonna admit something to you here. Okay. All right. I, I I like picking my nose when I'm driving. Yeah. I mean, I don't usually dig it out and, you know, just yeah, start yeah. munching away or anything right. like that gross. But I feel yeah. like I'll dig one out and I'll hey, flick, it. One sitting right I'll flick there. it at the floor, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's my car. <laughs> if you don't want to be in my car because there's boogers around, then I don't like you much anyway. No, no. It's I mean, you know, people got to take you as you are. Take you as you are. Yeah. So uh, raise your freak flag. And say I like picking my nose while I'm driving. I see. I, I'll go. I'll, I'll maybe I can one up you. 
I, I, I will, I will do the nose picking, but, but one thing that I found myself doing as I've gotten older is putting in your butt afterwards. (laughs) No, is that I'm annoyed by nose hair. Like I'm annoyed, I'm annoyed by hair pretty much everywhere. You know, I get hair in my ears, hair in my nose. Like it's just, your hair is like, oh, so aggravating. I, I I pluck them whenever I can. I will pluck the nose hairs while I'm in the car. I have a trimmer for my nose. I have a trimmer, but the trimmer... You just gotta fr- dig it in the there. Frigger, like, frigger, frigger. Right on the ones on the side here that mm-hmm. I'm pointing to, like yeah. near your septum, isn't that the area in between yes, your nostrils? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those ones are a pain. Those yes. ones are, you have to really dig in. You have to that. really dig. I have a trimmer. I have a trimmer, and uh, it doesn't seem to want to recharge anymore. So it's finally dying. Well, after get a, a couple new of one. Years. I know. Like, ten like, bucks. Ten bucks. I if, Yeah, I'm poor. I'm a teacher. Listen, you probably spent more than that on soda. On soda? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, just uh, drink tap water for a week and you'll have enough and, and for, a have enough for a nose trimmer. nose <laughs> trimmer. It's really... But I will. Like, it, it, there's a certain satisfaction in, like, my eyes watering as I as I get that nose hair right out. Like, I just pluck it right out. Ugh. Ugh. Well, that's how, like, I think that's how uh, some actors, like, try to get a little... Uh, Little waterworks going. They oh, is pluck, pluck the nose a hair. nose hair or two. It's a good tactic. I yeah. mean, you know, like you're probably not supposed to be doing it. You know, you're probably not supposed to pluck the nose hair. Well, the thing is, way. like they're important. Like they're like, you know, like when a, a whale has like the baleen mm. and it just like filters out all the garbage and yeah, then like baleen all... in my nose. Is that yeah, what you're. Ba- it's basically no. Well, like it's, it's filtering the stuff that we breathe in mm. and keeping it in there and like turning it into boogers, which yeah. is why you're not supposed to eat them because you're eating right. dirt and crap. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's good to flick them away. Right. So, yeah, like, those nose hairs are collecting things and making them into boogers. They are, they are, they are protecting you from, you know what I, you know what I heard? From yucky stuff by turning it into yucky stuff. Yes. I read, and I saw an infographic, and yesterday... <laughs> this was, is just, this is, like, me <laughs> like, pulling things out of my ass. I don't know if that's actually <laughs> The more you know. <laughs> um, I, really, Professor Steve... <laughs> <laughs> that's um, what boogers are for the uh um oh where the hell was it uh i i saw an infographic the other day and then i tried to pull it up to show stephanie yesterday in terms of you know your nose protecting you from yucky stuff that living in uh in beijing uh breathing the air in beijing is the equivalent of smoking 40 cigarettes a day wow I'm glad I don't live in Beijing, and I'm glad I don't smoke anymore. You know, Donald Trump, Donald Trump's opinion on on uh, on the air in Beijing. Uh, he he says that the concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make the U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. No, Al Gore invented global warming <laughs> and the internet to sell documentaries. <laughs> right? That's I mean, you know, well, he in, first he invented the internet. So that there would be a global distribution platform to sell his documentaries. Yes. And then he invented global warming. No, basically so it was a PowerPoint some... tra- presentation that was going around. And then they made a documentary about him making the PowerPoint presentation. Right. About how global warming is terrible. Al Gore did not invent PowerPoint. I, we're, a, we're in a lucky like summer day because it's, mm. it's sort of a rainy day. Yes. Perfect day to sit in and do a podcast. But it's yeah. actually kind of cool today. It is kind of cool. It's not like, you know, for late August we're... Uh, we're doing okay in New We're England, right. although the air has been laden with humdiddy. <laughs> Still one of my favorite episode titles of recent memory. Laden with humdiddy is, is hard to top. I don't, I don't know when we'll get there. 
I mean, and then it came. What was last week's? And then it came right out of your. Right no, and then it went butt. right up your nose. Went right you're up a coke your coke addict. Yes, <laughs> we were talking about my coke habit last week. Yes, that's that was where I was getting. That's it. where it started. Um, did you just mention birthdays? Yes, you mentioned birthdays. Somebody, I did. I don't know if I did. Ah, <laughs> uh, so you said something earlier that made me think uh, we were going to talk about it then, but we, we didn't. One of the people in this room had a birthday recently. Yes, it was me, and uh, it was. This year was not as bad as last year. If, if mm. you are an avid listener of the show, listen to episode like I think three or four. Three or four, yeah, is is where I had my uh, my birthday breakdown, <laughs> or my <laughs> about to have a birthday breakdown. Your annual tradition. Yes, I mean, but uh, this year it was very much better than last year. I don't know if because uh, like last year it was a, a month long like workout fest and like yeah. f- flip out, and then we would do the show once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> and. Uh, but but this year, uh, you know, I only had a. I think it was two days ish mm. that I was uh, really kind of a month to two days. That's yeah, that bad. like you know, and I I gotta thank Becky for being yeah. one of the best girlfriends I've ever. Well, not one of the best girlfriend I've ever had yeah. in my life. Yeah, that's it's it's amazing what um what a good partner can. Uh... And she also got me an amazing present. <laughs> oh, I'm not I'm not gonna say what it was. <laughs> yes, but. You told me beforehand. And, it was and, it was yeah. really great. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, I, I have I have some work to do. <laughs> right. Well, but it's it's that sort of thing um, that I find like the that that the perfect physical gift like means that much more when when you've also been getting the the sort of emotional support that you get uh, all all the year round or, or however many months it's been or, yeah. or whatever that that like. For somebody who's like fucked up, like you're fucked up, or like I'm fucked up, <laughs> the, uh, don't we're, don't we're all, don't mind. Like we're all fucked up in our own little ways. Little ways, but but having that person there um, that can can sort of like in in your case, very very uh, like year over year, take you from. 30 days 30 of days panic of, around of, your birthday yeah. to just a couple of days of panic around your birthday. Like, you're never going to fully eliminate that panic. Yeah, I mean, like, each year it, it's 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 going to be a little bit harder, but having somebody that's there to yeah. support you, it's really great. Right, and so, then when that person also knows, like, just what gift to get you. Yes, like, and also, like... <laughs> you're like, yeah. what? It's like, what? Only, like, you know, I, I yeah. sort of had an inkling, but I wasn't like... I was yeah. like, hmm. Maybe not, but then yeah. I was just like, "This is great," yeah. and, yeah. and it, was, it was a great birthday. Like itself, mm-hmm. we uh, we went out to a place in uh, Burlington. Burlington. I'll do a little local plug. Yeah, for this place, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's it's Tex Mex, but it's also like they have Cajun stuff. It's okay. called Border Cafe. Uh, it's down. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I think I've heard of it. It's them. down near the mall in yeah. Burlington, Massachusetts. Not Vermont. Not Vermont. Although Burlington, Vermont's a cool little town, I can imagine. I wait, think. Wait, no, I have been there. I have been there once. It's a neat little town. I took a rock polisher of a flight um, from Boston to Burlington. Oh, once I forgot. Upon I, a time, I have something to talk about. Like last week, <laughs> just one we, thing. No, I have more than that. But uh, last week, uh, we recorded on Thursday. Yes. But uh, I went to my buddy's improv show the next day, which it, the reason why I didn't plug is because this the show would have aired after right, the yeah, show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went to my buddy's improv show. He, he does stuff at Improv uh, Boston. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, it's over there in uh, Kendall Square in Cambridge. It, I guess Improv Cambridge might have been taken or maybe Boston is more recognizable yeah. to the mass world outside. Right, right. I mean, people know that Harvard's in Cambridge, right? People know that so, MIT's yeah. in Cambridge, right? Yeah, but they 
They just say Boston. Okay. And, and anything in and around Boston becomes becomes Boston. Okay. So yeah, well, it's it's in between. Actually, this place is in between. It's in uh, Harvard and MIT. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even Worcester is Boston when when a band is coming through. They don't yeah. say, "Oh, we're gonna go hey, Boston." Worcester. No, they say, "Hey, Boston." I don't know. They might say some, as some far west as Worcester. Yeah, some bands will, but like a national act might have no idea how far Worcester is uh, from Boston. They've been on the road for however many damn days, and they're just like, "Thank you, Boston." But and I like, think his uh, improv group is Ghost Logic. Mm, okay. Um, I might be wrong, but I think it's Ghost Logic. Uh, if he listens, then he can send an email and say, you're <laughs> fucking wrong, idiot. <laughs> if not, then he'll be like, thank you for the plug. Right. Uh, so yeah, we went. I went to the show, but before the show, we were meeting up to have a little bit of, of a bite. Mm-hmm. And then we went, and uh, this is, this is going to be a bad plug. So Uh-oh. Uh, just for this particular place at this particular time i've been there before and i've had good experience but this one experience was in fact bad mm-hmm. so we went to uh the tavern on the square which there are oh, several yeah, there around are several. uh to get something to eat before he went on uh to do a show he had uh, like a six thirty call time so mm-hmm. it was uh about quarter of six so we figured we had enough time to go and get something to eat yeah um, and you know, he could scoot a little bit early if, you know, we needed to settle up with right. Bill and drop mm-hmm. some cash down and leave if, if need be. So we got there and the girl was like, Hey man, there was nobody in there, mm-hmm. uh, which is surprising on a Friday afternoon right. slash almost evening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we were like, Oh, whatever. So she's like, do you mind if you sit, uh, if we sit you in the back. We're like, sure. That's fine. Sit us weirdos in the back. <laughs> yeah. I got to keep you out of eye. And get, keep no, I said that out loud. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't just think it. <laughs> Got to keep you out of you, you know. So yeah, well, like we weren't that far in the back, but uh, so because there was plenty of wait staff that was walking around nearby, right. which we would continually make eye contact with. Oh no! And um, and so we were waiting for a while, maybe five, ten minutes, and we're like, it's surprising no one's come over yet. <laughs> it's a little surprising. So I mean, like, I don't know if we were that much of a jerk to the hostess, yeah. like you know, with that that one offhand comment I made, but right. like. Whatever, so we're waiting another five, mm-hmm. and it's getting close to six o'clock. Yeah. Uh, and so it was probably about five of, mm-hmm. and we're like, we had been there for about 15 minutes, and right. we're like, uh, I don't think they're going to come over, Yeah, but let's give them five more minutes. Just, just We'll give them to six o'clock even. Right. There's a burger place up the street that we can order, and then we'll have a burger in like a second. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a second, but like, you know, it's not like a McDonald's, but it's, you know, <laughs> like we talked about before, right. one of those high-end burger joints. Yeah, there are there are enough of them around that, yeah, you run into this. It situation. was literally three, three, three doors down. Three doors down. From where we were. Ooh. Ooh. Like that band that's awesome. <laughs> if I've been crazy, then will you still call me Superman? Uh... So yeah, we 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 we're just sitting, and sure enough, no one comes by. No one comes by. So we get up to leave, uh, and <laughs> I think I don't know if it was Mike or Dave that was like, um, "How much do you want to bet uh, they thank you? They thank us for for coming." <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not taking that bet because I know they're going to do it. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be like, thanks for coming in. Yeah, no problem. And like, if, if Mike didn't have that show, yeah. we probably would have like had some food and then gone back yeah. just to see, like, and with one more person, just to see if they would have remembered us right. from like 30 minutes prior. Yeah, yep, yep. 
and if we had gotten the same treatment. It's, I, I was watching like there, there, there are bars in Portsmouth because uh, that's where I in, in, the, in the last 10 years or so where I where I've gone out more than uh, others because you've um, gone out before and or after shows. Yeah. And and there are places there that I've gone to and I won't I won't name check them because who knows if they've gotten better or worse uh, over the course. But of this time. was a, an isolated incident. I've yeah. had good experiences at at, at at many of their locations. Yeah. But it was just dumb. Maybe the hostess just forgot to tell whatever server yeah, that, yeah, that, that this was a person that is these these people are in your section. Can you please like serve them? Yeah. <laughs> or at least talk talk to them for a second. There, there was at least one one instance where I had a call time and I was sitting there and I was waiting and and you're waiting and you're waiting and like. Man, I thought I had enough time to uh, to get something here, and I forget what I ended up having to do. I probably went to uh, Dos Amigos, which was was always an old the old standby and always did uh, good food, and they were right by the theater. So I, I probably that's probably what I what I ended up. Having Why you to keep do. on having diarrhea before your show? Well, you know, or after the show, or during the show. Be like, that's what I am write. in the middle of a line, and I to, have to shit to be or not. To- you were doing Shakespeare. <laughs> yes. No, I've never done. I've never done Shakespeare, um, with with uh, the exception of one college class. That's the that's the one time I did uh, I did a Shakespeare performance. Which one did you do? Oh, and that's not that's not true. I did um I did something in high school very briefly. Um, I di- we did a ten or eleven minute version of The Tempest for my Shakespeare Ooh, acting class. Wow, yes. that's great. Where uh, I was, and I'm not being modest here. Um, I was the 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 least talented. I'm not saying that was the worst, but I was the least talented actor in the class because I was in a class with that was only being offered once every three or four semesters. So all of the most talented actors were in it, and I just happened to sneak in because there was one spot left. I'm in the class with the most talented actors in the school, and they decide that I'm going to play Prospero, which is the the lead, the mo- the most lines. They're like, yeah, Chris will do it. Like, were they just messing with you, or what? They, no, it wasn't that they were messing with me. They were all being lazy at the end of the spring semester. They all oh. had other shit to do, and they were just like, "Eh, Chris can do it." Oh, um, good. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks." Uh, I would have been like, "Hey, you guys are a bunch of crumb bums." Yeah, but okay. So, but I don't know. Uh, we were watching um, actually today, this afternoon. Um, before I came here, we were watching hmm. that Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares show. Oh, interesting. Okay. Have you ever seen it? it? No, it's, it's, I mean, I can imagine. It's, um, it's, it's, it's one of those reality TV shows that I don't mind, but I get uncomfortable watching. Hmm. Like, I like the pawn shop one. Yeah. And this one I'm okay with because, like, this is like, you know, it, it is a real life and he is helping people. Right, so right. So it's not like, it's not like they're just, they're like, here are these terrible people. Uh, that we're showing you and they're not redeemable. Here's a show where like, this is just, it's just a restaurant that's gone into disarray. It's just shitty, but they want to have help. And this, you know, this famous chef comes in and says, okay, your, your, your restaurant's shitty, but you know, we're going to fix it. Right. right. So, I mean, he may be an asshat and, you know, may yell a lot, but he is doing a good thing. Yeah. Uh, and so there were this place in Colorado, like I forget where it was called. It was the old, uh, the old neighborhood, Mm-hmm. Restaurant the, and the bar. old neighborhood Rocky. I think it was actually called the old neighborhood restaurant and bar, oh, okay. something like that. All right, it's right across the street from a Target in Colorado. I don't know. Good old Target. So yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. It was it was just bad, and 
the thing is, the like, episode the, was bad, or the restaurant? No, the was restaurant bad. was bad. Okay, but like the thing is, like we've gone to places where, like, because Becky watches it more than I do. Yeah, and she's just like, this place needs to be on Kitchen Nightmares mm-hmm. because it was just like the like service mm. is a big thing, and yes. like I don't know, especially if you've been doing it for a while. And she she worked as a server. Mm-hmm. We went to this place that's close to where she lives, and it was just like the decor was terrible, which which I liked because I like <laughs> shitty places. Yeah, yeah. But she was like, for a restaurant, for she's like, okay, I'll, I'll give you if this is just a, a hole in the wall bar. Right, right. The decor is fine, but for a restaurant, maybe not so yeah, much. Yeah, and, yeah. And, but there was that period where, um, where, and the service all of the bars. Just so I mean, not all the bars, but but like all of the restaurants, your Applebee's, your Chili's, your every one of the restaurants in kind of that category, their whole, um, their whole aesthetic was tons of shit on the wall. Kitschy crap. Like tons like just tons and tons and tons of it. The thing is like that we 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 had uh we had breakfast this morning, we went to mm-hmm. the friendly toast. Not the one in Portsmouth, but the one in the city. Mm-hmm. Uh in Cambridge, um near you know where the, the uh, uh near the, MIT, right? Yeah, near yeah. the near the movie theater. Yeah. The uh independently independent movie theater, not like the the major motion picture movie right. theater. Yeah. Uh and and they have a bunch of like really odd kitschy crap on the walls, yeah. but not like you know yes. here's Chewbacca and then here's a surfboard. Right, it's like this weird like terrible painting of a cat and <laughs> like this hamburger coming out of the wall that looks like sort of like Mary McCheese but sort of not, and it's like staring at you and it's creepy, like yeah. creepy kitschy crap on the walls. Yeah, yeah, and it works for that place, and they they have really good food mm. like. I had pumpkin pancakes and yeah. it got me like psyched, psyched for, the for fall. fall. Yeah. 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 It's about time to be psyched for the fall. Yeah. I we think. were both, I, we were, we both, she had a bite and she was like, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for, I'm ready for summer to be over and, and pumpkin. Well, I know some, that's people, one good thing about my birthday rolling around means yeah. that, that, yeah. that the fall's almost here. Like when I was a kid, I used to dread my birthday mm. in a different way. Right, because, because like you know, I kind of like when you're when you're younger, you kind of want to be older. Yeah, but but the thing is, like w- when we're kids, it's like you're, you're my birthday and your brothers. Like when they rolled around, we'd just be like, oh crap, school's like yep. a week away. Especially right. your brother, like yeah. like be like, okay, here's Labor Day, and then oh crap, we're back at school. <laughs> and some and and these days, some kids are actually going to school on my brother's birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like in August, which blows yeah. my mind. Right. Just, just, well, the, the, I mean, I think the whole reason was like munici- snow days and, and well, the, well, that. But like the thing is, the municipalities. I think the reason why there was a summer vacation mm-hmm. was that you know we 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 already ran the heat all winter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not have another season where we have to run the AC all yeah. summer. To- Do any of the I, like I I when did they when did they start actually having ACs? Because that might be a uh, might have been a whole thing too. Because I don't know. I recall the schools getting hot and not. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I recall. I don't know if schools actually have air conditioning. I think that might be the thing. Yeah, yeah. Or if they do, they have very, very. Because I don't remember there ever being an air. I mean, we 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 grew up here in Chelmsford. Chelmsford, and it's it's a pretty high end town. Yeah, I don't I don't recall air conditioning. I don't remember there ever being air conditioning in the school. I mean, maybe they've been retrofitted at this point. Maybe maybe the high school had it, but I don't know about the the elementary school. Yeah, Yeah. but so yeah, I think it was a a a fan and a breeze coming in. Yeah, yeah. If it was, so I think that's why that that or why summer vacation exists. Right. Yeah, because I think you're. It's a fiscal thing. Yeah, more more so than than. 
than than giving uh, these kids a well needed break. Kids, yeah, a break because you know they you know they could they, they could probably do like a month break. They could. They could. I think I that's mean, what they do in Japan. Yeah, I I th- I. I I mean, based based solely on my reading of Harry Potter books, it seems as though their their summer breaks are a little bit shorter than 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 ours. The the Brits the or Brits. or the Wizards. The, well, the, I, the since the Wizards school is based on the British the uh, British school calendar, I imagine it's it's similar. Do they, okay, so here's something that always kind of bothered <laughs> me about Harry Potter and like okay. Hogwarts. It's like they're just learning about wizardry stuff. Are they learning mm-hmm. like history, the history of wizards? I, I that has of, always but they do have a history of magic class. But are they also learning about like the history of like the regular world, like the non-wizard? Well, world? the people who take Muggle studies. But that's just like oh here's a here's a car and like a broom yeah yeah this is oh wait no they they have brooms they for, have brooms but they have brooms but they don't use them for being brooms for, they for, use them to fly mock, around yeah no no or oh, if yeah. or if they do they enchant the broom to do it do it itself yeah so but like do they learn mathematics like arithmetic. Stop it. The arithmancy, that's one of the classes that uh, that Hermione took in the third book uh, when they had to start picking electives, and she took way too many of them. Uh, arithmancy was one of the ones she Was took. that when she was, like, going back in time? Spoilers, Steve! Shut up! The book is over <laughs> ten years old. Yes, uh, and I think that's one of the ones she continued to take because she was taking... Uh, she was taking... Arithmancy, care magical creatures, uh, Muggle studies, which everyone thought was ridiculous because she was a Muggle or she was from a Muggle family, um, and uh, the the fortune telling one. And she dropped the fortune telling one and Muggle studies. Yeah, so she kept taking arithmancy, and all the other kids were like, "What, what the fuck's arithmancy?" So, but like. I- is that just like learning how? Ex- to, is that like learning how to use your, your wand as a calculator or something? Possibly. Being like wand, tell me what like uh, the square root of pi is. Yeah, like uh, Davidicus, Davidicus totalis. Uh, well, let's just do arithmetic on your on your on your paper for you. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, no, I mean, there's like anti-cheating uh, uh, ink and anti-cheating uh, quills and. And parchment and, and and things like that. You know what I didn't get? Uh, so we all right. We just started. What didn't you get? I, or it's not that I didn't get, but we just started rewatching it as a family. My mom has never seen all uh, all eight of the films, uh, and so the other night we started watching the first one. And the first, Harry Potter. <laughs> the first two are directed by uh, Chris Columbus, who also um, directed Pixels. Yes. And uh, there might be something to be said for the quality of Chris Columbus movies, just based on on that correlation. Didn't, what else did he do? Like besides um, the the first couple of Harry Potters, I th- did he do Goonies? Is Goonies his? I thought that was Spielberg. Spielberg produced it, but I it might have been Chris Columbus who directed it. Well, then Goonies is like is one of his greater uh, achievements. I, or maybe that like, was Zemeckis. I I don't know. I, I no, know Bob Zemeckis did. Uh, did he was Back, doing to, the Back the to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Um, at any rate, Chris Columbus, I think earlier in his career had some uh had some good stuff i think when he gets to harry potter he he very much focuses on the 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 kid you're the a adolescent. wizard harry <laughs> yeah. um but what's really interesting watching that that first one and knowing uh ha- we haven't watched the second one yet um is the the aesthetic is very much like victorian england like that, the wizard thing, it, wizard world is like Victorian England never stopped. 
that that's what the way it's all designed. Uh, and in, in, in addition to that, they all wear their hats in the first uh, two movies. Uh, and I think there's the implication in the books that they all wear their hats for a little while longer. But once Chris Columbus is done, Alfonso Cuaron comes in for the Prisoner of Azkaban, the third movie, which is, I think, the best of uh, at least the first half of the series, if not the entire series. The hats are gone. All of the um, all of the Victorian England sort of uh, crap that they were all wearing, that's all gone. Um the the guy who uh, they were extreme wizards instead. Professor Flitwick, instead of uh, being a a tiny man with with a white beard and frizzy white hair, is now a guy with uh, with like a severe part down the middle of his head and uh, not, not 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 the Hitler mustache, but just a mustache. Looks like a completely different character. Well, he just he just they just changed his style. Yeah, they changed his style. It's just such a it's such a strange change from the first two to the remaining. Well, didn't six they movies. had to change Dumbledore's at that point as well? They did change Dumbledore's at that point, yeah, because yeah. the first one because the first one died. Yeah, uh, sorry, Harry, I died before I died in the books. <laughs> Spoilers, Steve. Snape kills Dumbledore. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you should name the episode that. <laughs> For anybody that hasn't gotten around to it yet. I remember gonna, when the book gonna, came out. When the book like came the, out. The, what is it? The Half-Blood Prince, the sixth book? Uh, yes, sixth book. Yeah. Uh, I Wait remember up. when that book came out, the internet was <laughs> everywhere you turned was Snape Kills Dumbledore. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. It was... It, I remember um, reading, not that book, but the last book. The seventh book came out just before... Uh, Stephanie's family takes a camping trip every year. Um, and the seventh book came out uh, just before that camping trip. I burned through that thing faster than anybody else. I, I was done it before the camping trip started. <laughs> I burned through that faster than cream corn goes through the new maid. <laughs> uh, and I was laden with all sorts of humdiddy <laughs> as I went on that camping trip. I wanted to talk just to thinking somebody about, about the it. Ron Hermione, like, hot and heavy situation. Oh, man, I had so much to talk about and nobody to talk about it with because I had gotten through it and everyone else in the family was reading it. Except for Stephanie. Stephanie was um, reading, rereading her Robert Jordan books oh, at this no. point. Uh, I still, like, from <laughs> last year, from like, because I started, uh, I think I started the first one right. like, when I went on my little trip up to Canada to visit Leo. Yep. Uh, I remember. I am, I am on the fourth fourth <laughs> book now. Are you you were doing them with Audible or were you doing them a combination? I did one with Audible and then yeah. I I canceled. I got the one free with Audible, right? Like, and then, and then went I back to just and then I them. canceled my Audible. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I've just uh, I've been reading the other ones and yeah. I read so incredibly slow and I read in bed so it turns into sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's how I I mean I the the. The world-renowned uh, creative writing instructor. I fall asleep when I read. If I if I read anywhere near bed, I fall. If I if I read in a comfortable chair, because reading actually relaxes me. Which I'm just uh, like I'm, I'm literally an older person that I was, mm. but I I just fall asleep 
so easily nowadays. I don't stay asleep. No, me like too. Like when I, I when I when I've gotten up again, it's, it's impossible for get back to sleep. Yeah. But when like it's really easy for me to fall asleep that initial time. Yeah. I I have a I, it's like that with me as well. And then I never you know I should just get up. This morning I was up at six to go to the bathroom and I went back to bed and I sat there I laid there for three hours tossing and turning and letting uh, about ten different. Things out. I was anxious. Oh, that that too. That was um, me this morning. Uh, That's another reason why I have the best girlfriend ever because she tolerates my flatulence. <laughs> That's a good title. <laughs> she tolerates my flatulence. All right, let's deal with that one. <laughs> um, the uh, so it was the camping trip. Uh, we I had read the seventh book. Stephanie was reading Robert Jordan. Um, everyone else was reading it at different paces. Uh, my, my, the younger of my two brothers-in-law, he finished first. And so he and I were, were talking about it, uh, the, the rest of the trip. And then I think eventually my sister-in-law, uh, finished it. And then there were three of us were talking about it, but Stephanie was still, you know, off, uh, reading Robert Jordan uh, and asking us not to spoil it, but it was talking about I (laughs) Sedai. God, I can't get into those books. I like, I, I try to understand it. And it's, it's similar to me. Like I read all the Terry Brooks, uh, the ones that were out at that point. I think the first seven of Terry Brooks's Shannara books. And now I try to, they, they seem completely impenetrable to me. They're, they're doing an MTV series of the uh, Shannara books. Uh, and I just, I, I don't, I don't care. I want them to actually do like a television series of the wheel of time. I think it would actually be really great. Yeah, but like Wheel of or not uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones is still happening. Yes, well, I mean, I think I that's figured why Showtime might try to pick it up. I like, think that's why MTV to... is doing Shannara. Is that Game of Thrones is on? MTV is doing like their teenage version of, or like eh, not teenage, but like teen, like late teens, early twenty something version of of the same thing. I don't know. I mean, I get it, uh, but I don't know. I find Game of Thrones compelling. Although every time I try to pick up the books, I find them impenetrable. So uh, who knows? Maybe perhaps if you get uh, some sort of cannoneer. Perhaps. There was a big thick tome that came out last year. And I remember reading some of the contro- controversy because Martin himself didn't write as much of it as the uh, the two people who run like his fan wiki uh, that, that has his blessing. But they are apparently not, at least in the opinion of some of the people who were were you know, making it controversial. Like those two people aren't as great writers as Martin. And they were kind of like, why are those people allowed to write this book? They're just fans, blah, 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 blah. Um, it, well, it's amazing what like people in a fandom can do. Mm. Like um, there's a dude that is uh, on the one piece podcast. Oh, there you go. Drink! 45 minutes in <laughs> uh, that, uh, that lives in Japan. And uh, he's not on all the time on the, cause it's like, you know, a show for us folks in the States. Right. But he, uh, he has actually been able to interact with the author and mm. he's a very uh, elusive individual and he's actually yeah. been able to interact and they're, they're actually on friendly terms at this point. Yeah. So it's amazing what you can do in your fandom to like actually interact with the people that you idolize. Yeah. I wish I had a fandom that would mar- write my wiki for me. Here's the thing. Do we have a fandom besides Brian and uh, <laughs> no, a couple that, other folks? Uh, there are some podcasts that, that have had wikis, stuff that I've listened to, and, and I found that to be uh, amazing. But, uh, I mean, I try to keep our notes uh, copious enough that if I wanted to find a particular episode, I could go find it. But for my own, uh, my fictional stuff, which mostly takes place in the same world, I have often wanted to come up with a sort of wiki 
f- that that explains how everything's connected. And I'm like, first of all, who am I writing this for? Because I don't have a huge fan base yet. I, the fans I do have, I love. And uh, <laughs> is, this, is this your Vax Eleven instruction sheet? Uh, no. Um, but second of all, it's not really a wiki unless it's a community thing. So I, like, I, I guess I want to write an encyclopedia or a cannoneer or, or whatever for my own. You want to be the, uh, Clark Ivist. The Clark Ivist. I do. I do. I do. Um, you mentioned it was 45 minutes in. Uh, we we did not talk about any of the news stuff, and we, we did not about, talk about you camping at all. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of going towards me camping when I mentioned that that's what used to happen was we used to read Harry Potter books, but... Um, I don't think we have enough time to talk about. It. We can talk about it next week if you want. Yeah, no, I. But we should definitely get into news because, um, like, that's a good fifteen-minute chunk. Yeah, because I, all I would really say about the camping was that I didn't have the internet, um, and that people who manufacture apps should take that into consideration. Um, because yeah, especially my, my damn One Piece app when I'm like trying to play it, and I'm like, no, you have to connect to the internet. I had a yeah, I had a game that I couldn't play. Because I wasn't connected to the internet, it it was a it was a puzzle game, a a, uh, a word puzzle game, um, and I also I use the uh, the My Fitness Pal app, um, and you can't connect to that either. So it, My Fitness Pal could connect. It, it grabs my steps from uh, from the step counter that's built into the phone. Yeah, but it and it would show them, but then it could not convert the steps into calories without an internet connection. My it, that that's, my pedometer that I have from my Wii can do that with with just like a, a watch battery. Yeah, you think that a phone app could do that? Anyway, so the fact all the rest of the stuff for the camping wasn't was I mean possibly interesting, but I don't need to go over it. Um, because I had no internet connection, that meant that I that I listened to a lot of podcasts. I finally caught up on on that. I did not catch up on um, what Hot American Summer. Well, yeah, because he couldn't. Because get... I, I had no friggin' internet. Yeah, um, but yes, let's let's spend the last uh, ten minutes now, or or fifteen minutes, or however long it takes. So, um, Robin, what's in the news? <laughs> well, well, there, Howard. Um, Ooh. <laughs> so, um, apparently, Jared Fogle, of course, Jared Fogle, the, <laughs> uh, the first one you're the, the subway pitchman. Um, apparently, he is going to uh, be getting a different kind of footlong. See, I really was hoping that you didn't make that joke because I did not I, want that joke made. I did not. Your want dad to, made it earlier. I know. I didn't I, it was make... the first joke I heard, like right. when when the whole thing came down. So, I even my 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 boyfriend Bill Burr made the joke, and I was hoping that he oh, would. It's such a tight. Like I I'm I made it because I feel like that's what we need to talk about, right? Because that's what the whole conversation is. So Jared Fogle ple- is going to or has pled guilty. Um, to possession of child pornography is and that... and traveling on going on s- romps to meet up with underage with underage girls and, and or boys or has he... I think it was girls okay uh, yeah. not that it really I, I, it doesn't I, the matter. gender doesn't matter but it yeah but uh yeah um so he's gonna plead he it, he has or he's going to plead guilty um uh, and of course outcome the prison rape jokes Yes. Um, Let let me just like uh, backtrack. When I say the gender doesn't matter, I don't mean that, you know, it's less bad for either of them. Mm. It's terrible for either. Oh, that's what I got out of what you were saying. Okay. I wasn't sure if if that came across clear. uh, Yeah. I I think it's good that you explain it. But but what I, yeah, I I am in agreement with you that regardless of of gender, it's bad for these kids. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. 
Yeah. So so of course the 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 easy headline that's out there is you know do you want a six inch or foot you want a six inch or foot long because in you know but because you're going to get raped he's going to get raped in prison by all the guys who who believe in an eye for an eye or you know but the thing is like an asshole for an asshole in this case I I'm not a fan of that like sort of justice yeah yeah uh, death penalty fan you? I'm not a death penalty fan yeah. um well I don't know. <laughs> In in the grand scheme of things, with like my my idea of having less people on the planet, mm. I like the idea of the death penalty, but yeah. I don't like the idea. I mean, if I had to actually do this, if I had to, you know, pull if, the tri- pull, well, pull the swab their arm with an alcohol swab. Before yeah, if I had to like actually do lethally. it, I don't think I could because yeah. that would that would make me feel like I was actually murdering somebody, right. which in fact I am. And I should I then be on trial for murdering somebody? Because right. uh, yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah, it's 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 a slippery slope. Yeah, yeah, and and of course, did he? Did the guys who... morally slippery slope, not necessarily legally slippery right. slope. Did, did did the did the guys who then you know give Jared Fogel the six inch or the foot long? Did they get charged for for prison rape? Should no, they, they don't. And yeah. but the thing is, it just it, it makes me nuts because like that, that's one of the well that's. That and the fact that I don't really ever want to do anything really mm. illegal. I mean, there's things that I'm like, that I'm like, I'm like, why is this illegal? Right, right. And, you know, you could ride the line, like, be like, hey, I'm jaywalking. You know? <laughs> and I, in fact, I did that earlier today. I jaywalked. That's apparently, you know, not necessarily a jailable offense, but it is something that it's is a finable offense. A finable offense. Yeah. If like a cop is around and he sees you doing it. Yeah. That's yeah. illegal. And here's here's a ticket. But like in, you know, speeding. That's right. also not you're not supposed to go over X amount, and right. if you do, you get fined. And you know, there's people that ride that line all the time, but there are the the terrible things like rape or murder or right, right, uh, grand larceny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, and you don't want to do those things, um, but but then like you know, you hear like you know, you hear the story of Robin Hood hmm about him being like oh there's a bunch of these rich assholes I'm and i'm take- stealing money and and this is a person of lore that right. people find to be great yeah redistribution of wealth and yeah i mean i was actually watching i, I fell asleep <laughs> big surprise <laughs> recently i was watching that uh now you see me the the one with the magicians oh yes and yeah. they're basically stealing mm-hmm. a bunch of money from rich people and right. giving it to poor people yeah which has it's which is a great concept uh, it would but it's still illegal and then like yeah. part of the movie is like the fbi agent that's chasing them around and they're like right. oh we're always a couple steps out of you blah, yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah but like you know, it, but did in, you watch in, the end of it? I didn't. I fell asleep. Oh, okay, I won't spoil it for you. Okay, because well, the, the end of it, the, the end of it doesn't make. I mean, I've tried. I've I've only seen the end of it once. I think I've seen uh, the first two thirds of it uh, a few times. Uh, but the ending of it is that um, uh, spoilers. Ruffalo's character is actually the one who hired them. Really? So the FBI agent who's chasing them the entire time is the one who's behind it all. Oh, I and I still I'm trying to wrap my head around around it. But well, that's fun. Yeah. Well, thanks. Now I know the end. It's, it's well, I, I, where I fell asleep was where. See, I thought, didn't you just say I could the, spoil it for you? Yeah, you did. Okay. No, but that's right. great. Right. But where I fell asleep was like when uh, what's his what the uh, what's his butt's little brother there? Uh, um, Affleck's? No, not Affleck's no. little brother. Uh, uh, the guy that was in uh, Freaks and Geeks and all the. Oh, uh... Apatow movies or whatever. Not Rogan. Um, uh, I don't know. 
whatever the the younger of the you, you know who I'm talking about if you've seen it. He's mm. like in that big car chase. Yes, I don't. I didn't know he was somebody's younger brother. He's uh, the guy that I can't think of his freaking name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Grace. Oh God, Grace, can you get on that? All right. But there's this really exciting car chase scene that I've uh, that I managed to fall asleep in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it is. A, it's a pretty good scene. Um, uh, why did that come up? No, I can't remember. We're talking about Jared Fogel. Jared Fogel. Oh, we're um, talking about crime. Yes. But like these, this is like you know criminals that were Dave Franco. So it's James, James Franco's, Franco's little brother. Little brother. Okay, got it. But uh, yeah, so like you know those those are criminals, but we we find them to be good, even right. though they're doing bad things. Yeah. But like oh, well, you no know, no one's ever gonna say. But but look, there's you know if you look at Dexter that that show about mm-hmm. the guy that murders bad people. Yeah. Well, the Incredible Hulk does a hell hell of a lot of uh, uh property damage in every uh, Avengers movie that he shows up in, but we still find him to be. Heroic to some now. Now, of course, in in Avengers: Age Ultron, he's not in his right mind when he causes all that uh, property damage. But you know, we and those guys do all sorts of illegal things. I think there really is a dividing line between you know what is the what is the reason for the crime. Um, that's where, like in popular culture, you know, uh, we we also have but still, at, like, at different even times if... idolized like Billy the fucking kid. Like, and you think about if you went back and looked at the historical record and what Billy the kid did, we probably shouldn't idolize the dude. Well, he was but, a murderer. He killed yeah. people. Well, you know, anybody that kills somebody that you know isn't uh, in a war, I suppose, is a mm. murderer. Yeah, which is kind of weird yeah. to me yeah. because, like, if I like I the. the there's probably a reason why I never joined the military because I didn't ever want to kill anybody. Right. I mean, the, the, I've been angry at people, but I, yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten to that point where I'm like, I need this person dead. There was a news story this week, and I'm I'm, I'm shuddering to the fact we're that avoiding the top bring, bringing the... it up. Um, uh, but but the uh, in terms of um, you, you, within your rights and whatever is a um, might, might have been in Lowell, a guy uh, chases a couple of um, criminals out of his. Uh, store and uh, shoots at them, uh, but they were already running away. And there was some there was some debate about whether or not uh, he was within his rights. And I think the um, one of the bullets went through a neighbor's house. Um, and of course, the neighbor was interviewed. I think the neighbor said, "No, he was w- fully within his rights." But the cops were saying, "Like, look, they were already running away. It's not his responsibility." Yeah, you are to- not law enforcement. I mean, yeah. if they were still on his. I think there was like a story a couple or more than a couple years ago at this mm. point that there was like some guy was getting robbed and like some people were on his property and he yeah. shot them dead. Yeah. Like, but I, I don't think so he was, do I don't think he was charged because they say it was his property. Right. And like, uh, but then was, to bring it all back, I mean like, so do, is that why we don't charge, uh, the guys who eventually are going to, um, uh, are going to rape Jared Fogle? Um, because we think Jared Fogle has done something so heinous that um, that he deserves to be uh, he deserves to be raped. Well, the thing is, like, as far as the justice system goes, I mean, the whole point of it is to is to rehabilitate somebody, right? Theoretically, theoretically, that's what it's supposed I, or, to be, or it it might be for free labor. So if if um, someone has done a crime. Yes, and we have determined that they're going to be in in rehabilitation in in prison mm-hmm. for not life. Right, you they are eventually going to get out of prison. Right, the point would be to make sure that these people don't do the thing that they d- did before again. Right, but I mean, a lot of times, and I keep on bringing it back to to not 
uh, not rape because mm-hmm. that's something that I mean, if someone is a criminal as far as like stealing stuff, right? Like getting them like so some sort of education, some get, get getting them into a point where they can have a job and make a decent amount of money, and they, so don't, they don't feel, feel like they need to go back to the 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 criminal life that they had before, right? But when a lot of times people get out of prison, they end up right back in because they're doing the same thing that they were when right. they when they well, went and they're in. They're also stigmatized because they have a criminal record. Yeah, you, like, like it's like oh, you have a criminal record, we won't hire you, so right. they end up a. a, a like it's Ant Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I saw Marvel Ant-Man. reference. Ant Man. Yeah. I mean, he tries to go work at Baskin Robbins, and he has to falsify information just to. And he ends up getting fired from Baskin Robbins right. because and he of ends up going record. back on another uh, another job. You know, uh, breaking and entering B and E. But the thing is, like, you know, if 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 the, the like if this is something that you cannot rehabilitate mm-hmm. if like this mental illness that that right. he has that that he finds like young children attractive yes. if this is not something you can fix then he does need to be in prison forever yeah okay i mean does he so he needs to be in prison forever um as opposed to letting him out putting him on the sexual predators uh list or whatever but yeah, but the, the, I mean, if if we really want a a public or a safe public, mm. then. But but if we want to keep him in, we want to keep him in prison forever. I mean, now we have to. Now it's a it's a public thing, right? We have to pay for that guy. Yes. To be in, uh, so, but like the thing is, like forever. I don't know, hmm. is that something you can rehabilitate? Yeah, I I I I don't think that it is. I think people would say, psychologically speaking, they're always going to have. I mean, I I think I've I. I mean, if if if. I referenced it before. If the maybe... law isn't enough to mm-hmm. make him not do it, right? Then what, what what's going to be different after he gets out of prison, like yeah. ten years from now or whatever? Right. I mean, there's that, and I referenced it. If some... he gets out of prison, if like people haven't shamed him, and I him think or he's, raped him. he's not being sent up for life. I mean, I think this. is I like think a yeah. Few... What I what I saw in in the one article I think I read was that it was probably he was probably going to get a sentence of like ten to twelve years. Yeah. Um. At any rate, uh, should we get into the other one? I don't know if we have... We're over an hour, but uh, do we want to talk about the uh, the Ashley Madison thing? No? Sure. All right. Let's do it. We'll, we'll give them a little bonus this week. A little bit of bonus this week. Um, so, Ashley Madison, um, maybe I'll read the, uh, this, uh, this first one because uh, it gives a little bit of the, uh, the background. Um, should I read the title? Because I think that reading the title might give away where I'm where I'm coming from. Well, on then, this, then but. well, yeah. Well, like, let's avoid the title and right. just uh, so read, I'm gonna read, read a part. I'm going to read the the background information on what the hell. This happened. is this is cold here. I have not heard this yet. Right. So I'm going to you're going to get my natural reaction. Okay. So uh, anonymous hackers yesterday published a massive trove of data containing private information about roughly 33 million people from around the world. The data was hacked from the website Ashley Madison, which promotes itself as a pro infidelity venue where married people can find sexual partners and, quote, have an affair, unquote. The data published by the hackers includes names, physical and email addresses, and credit card purchases provided by the users, along with whatever information they posted about their sexual desires and proclivities. Uh, The primary justification offered by the hackers was that this site was a scam. Uh, The hackers complained that most of the female profiles were fake, a claim that has some evidence, and that the site demanded a payment of $19.99 in exchange for the unfulfilled promise to permanently delete users' profiles and personal data. So, okay, but like if their their deal is, hey, we think this is a scam, let's publish all the names of the people that have been scammed. 
that's pretty crappy. So, so this goes on, right? Um, when the hackers, uh, I mean, I, I mean, it, when you're when you're a person that is going to cheat, you are obviously you're you're a coward, or basically you're a coward. Mm. You, you were unable to speak to your significant other and say that you're unhappy in your relationship sexually. Well, and there's more more here that might change your opinion on it. But go ahead. Yeah. But but I, I think that's the majority of people that yes. that do cheat mm-hmm. is that they they're they're or they just. But so, I, I imagine there are some in, that are on this website that are perhaps looking for like extramarital stuff with permission of their yes, spouse. Yes, I think that, and that that is that is part. How, however, however minor or percentage, it, I think that is part of it. And so, so the, I mean, these people are like you know, they're they're not literally not doing anything wrong, right? Because if they have their spouse's permission, right, and. It's just like they're, they're, I don't know, whatever. Okay. Continue. All right. So, um, when the hackers, uh, last month announced their hack, they portrayed themselves as fraud fighting vigilantes. They threatened to release all of the user's data unless the site owners removed the site completely. But there was also a significant component of sexual moralism to the hackers' self-described mission. In their original manifesto, they echoed the moral paternalism offered by Gawker's Max Reed to justify his site's outing of an obscure married financial officer of a magazine company. The hackers proclaimed, too bad for those men, they're cheating dirtbags and deserve no such discretion. In yesterday's statement announcing their data dump, the hackers directly lectured the users they were exposing with this sermon. Quote, learn your lesson and make amends. Embarrassing now, but you'll get over it. Um, that the cheating scoundrels of Ashley Madison got what they deserved was a widespread sentiment yesterday. Despite how com- how common both infidelity and online pornography are, tweets expressing moralistic glee were legion. Websites created to easily enable uh, searches of the hacked database uh, by email address were set up. Uh, an Australian radio station offered to tell listeners on air if their spouse's name appeared in the database and informed one horrified woman caller that her husband's name did. Um, so I, at this point I can reveal I, 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 the, the title of the article I'm reading for is the puritanical glee over the Ashley Madison hack. Um, and so like, so where, where do you stand? I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, so uh, it is, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's shitty behavior. It's not in almost every case. Yes. But the, 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 the point that you, you pointed to where it wouldn't necessarily be called infidelity where where you've got some kind of a different mar- but still, marital even, relationship, even even so, I mean, where you've agreed that you have an open marriage or whatever, like, but then that shouldn't be lumped in as infidelity, right? Because it you no, because it is it is because infidelity isn't the term of infidelity, meaning that you're going back on the agreements that you've made with your with your spouse. So if you've spoken to your spouse and said we we've amended like the constitution, right? Uh, <laughs> good point. Yes, we've we've amended our our our, our agreement, and we've because like perhaps one member is less has less desire, mm-hmm. and uh, and if, if this has been t- but but regardless of that, mm. I mean this is something that people paid for for anonymity, and like they right. just wanted to do this, like even yes. if like without the 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 moral compass of either of us, yeah. because. I don't agree with, you know, doing it. I, I don't agree with but doing it But if people want to do it, right. like, th- people have been doing it for centuries. Right. And this website's just like, well, we'll, we'll help you find somebody yeah. good that hopefully doesn't have a disease. Right. Maybe. But, you know. The final the final bit of the, the article, and th- this may help explain where I'm coming from a little bit, is... Uh, 
that I wanted to quote for him. Um, Dan Savage. Are you familiar with Dan Savage? Is he like one of those tinfoil hat guys? No, or? he's a um, uh, he's a, a sex columnist, I guess, for lack of a, a better word. So like um, Dr. Ruth? Yeah, although you say he, um, maybe a little bit more uh, progressive. I don't know. Um, so and less old. <laughs> in some, this is uh, from later on in the same article. In some cases, even uh, it says even that form of adultery. But in some cases, adultery may not be unambiguously wrong or wrong at all. When the hackers first threatened last month to disclose their hack, Dan Savage asked a great question: How could someone be so furious at Gawker for outing one adulterer? Which is the um, early reference thing. So how can somebody be so furious for out, uh, outing in this case? Um, it was a but don't fin- actually out them. Um, <laughs> uh, don't do it on our show too. The um, when and but take pleasure in this Ashley Madison hack, which invades the privacy of millions. To make his case, Savage referred um, to, uh, to, 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 to and Savage wrote this uh, quote: uh, "Long-term marriage, like great Glenn Greenwald says, is a complicated dynamic, and people invent all sorts of ways to manage that complicated long-term dynamic. And yes, cheating is one of the ways people manage that dynamic. It's not ideal. It would be great if everyone who felt compelled to cheat could either negotiate an ocean open relationship or end the one they're in. Now. Yeah, but sometimes cheating is the least worst option. Slogging through the Savage Land Mail, uh, Savage, uh, sorry, Savage Love Mail. Savage Love is his podcast. Uh, and column for the last 25 years has convinced me of this. There are a lot of people out there who have good cause to cheat men and women trapped in sexless marriages, men and women trapped in loveless marriages, men and women who have essentially been abandoned sexually and or emotionally by spouses that aren't, they aren't in a position to leave either because their spouses are economically dependent on them or vice versa, or because they may have children who are dependent on both partners. Take a woman who has two children with special needs, who has been out of the workforce for 15 years and who is financially dependent on a husband who decided five years into their marriage that he was quote done with sex but refuses to allow her to have sex with anyone else their marriage is good otherwise she and her husband have an affectionate low conflict relationship their kids are happy and well cared for but sexual deprivation is driving her out of her mind and threatening both her marriage and her children's health and security what would you advise this woman whose letter coincidentally enough came in today's pile of email to do i would advise her to do just what she needs to do to stay married and stay sane and until this morning, I might have advised her to join Ashley Madison. Well, that or like, I mean, I imagine with a divorce, she would probably get a decent amount of uh, yeah of child support. I would uh, possibly. I mean, if if she were able to uh, alimony prove, and and child support. But, well, but if does, she does in that case, does she have to prove that he said uh, that they wouldn't have sex for? However, like, like why does she? Have I to don't. Prove? I yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, so, I don't know. I mean, like this seems. It's complicated. Yes. Right. Uh, it's like that movie. It, it's complicated. <laughs> most of it is I've never not. seen and don't know who is who is in. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> most of it is not. Most of it is cut and dry wrong. Yeah. But some of it is is complicated. Yes. Let's do plugs and get the hell out of here. <laughs> plugs. Um, so uh, right now uh, on sale uh, for pre-order, the, the magazine that I do once a year called Geek Force 5 is out. Um, and you can go to uh, clarkwoods.com slash geekforce5 2015, uh, all one word. So geekforce52015 and pre order in the format of your choice. Um, it's an awesome thing. It's five stories, uh, and most of the money goes back to the authors. Um, I'm actually kind of in the hole right now because I've, I've fronted all the money to pay them their contributors' copies and. And all this stuff. So buy this damn book so he can actually be in the red. Be, I can be. I can or in be the black. In the black. 
uh, yeah, I'm in the red right now. But yeah, it's it's an awesome uh, collection of five short stories. Maybe I'll talk more about it next week when we got more time. Um, so do that. Uh, you should also buy the Apes Choice. While you're oh, the at Apes it. Choice on uh, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Amazon Instant Audio, whatever the heck it is. <laughs> that Go, you, can, you can get it there. TNS, the Apes Choice. It's a uh, it was a labor of love of Dan mm-hmm. and then uh, some contributions from myself. Yes. And so. you can, uh, w- when you're done doing that, you can you can tweet us on Twitter to tell us how much you enjoyed these wonderful things we just convinced you to buy. I am at ECC1977. And I am at Tuesday is loser. That's Tuesday, I-S, loser. All one word. Yes. And of course, uh, if you have any comments for us about the show, you can send us an email to hot at clarkwoods.com. And you can find the show notes for this episode at clarkwoods.com slash hot slash 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 56. Maji. Maji. What is that? What is Ma- Maji? Right. Call any time. <laughs> okay. 